the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The estate planning team is an Ohio registered investment advisor. The following is for informational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities or financial products. Be sure to consult with a qualified financial advice and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. You have financial goals and dreams. We can help you achieve them. Welcome to Financial Food for Thought, the show that answers all the questions on how to maximize your lifestyle and preserve your wealth. so much to talk about here. Uh, so let's do a disclaimer. Uh, we are taping the show on Friday, March 20th at around 11.45 a.m. Eastern Standard Daylight Savings Time. And we'll see. We're in the studio today. Right. We'll see how much longer we can remain in the studio. I'm optimistic. Um, so, As long so, as we stay well. Right. And Wash so, your hands. Right. Welcome to the Great American Shutdown. Right. Um, so I'm stating the time because we've got so much happening. You know, we've got a government by tweet right now, and you know, so so far we know that California mm-hmm. has been shut down. New York has now been shut down. Mm-hmm. Lockdown, I guess they're calling it. So we have new um, new terminology, right? Um, social distancing. We just got used right. to that. Now shelter in place. Right? But and we've got government action, right? I mean, so now we have got bipartisan, I guess, helicopter money, right, Carrie? Um, mm-hmm. And so I think I need a you know tall glass of you know Milton Friedman this morning. Okay. you can redistribute effectively the wealth is by destroying the incentives to have wealth. And the question is, what is the way, what is the system which will offer those people who are so unlucky as to be born without uh, good positions, what is the system which will offer them the greatest opportunity? One possible way of redistributing the wealth. Okay, so, you know, he, Milton Friedman, also who, you know, who coined really helicopter money, right? And 50 years ago, he was talking okay. about um, You know, and, and, you know, now it's becoming a reality, um, we think, you know, so, you know, but we don't know who to believe, right? I mean, right. Um, we've got, you know. This is really a family society and not an individual society. We tend to talk about an individualist society, but it really isn't. It's a family society. And the greatest incentives of all the incentives that have really driven people on have largely been the incentives of family creation, of family, of pursuing, of establishing their families. 
on a decent system. What is the effect of 100% inheritance tax? The percent of an 100% inheritance is to encourage people to dissipate their wealth in high living. What's the harm in that? <laughs> the harm in that is that where do you get the factories? Where do you get the machines? Exactly. Where do you get the capital investment? Where do you get the incentive to improve technology? If what you're doing is to establish a society in which the incentive is for people who, if they by accident accumulate some wealth, to waste it in frivolous entertainment. You know, the thing is that the thing that is amazing that people don't really recognize is the extent to which the market system has, in fact, encouraged people and enabled people to work hard and sacrifice in what I must confess I often regard as an irrational way for the benefit of their children. See, you know, and, and that's, you know, so you have to, you know, is the answer, you know, what, you know, the government, you know, big government bailouts, um, you know, the helicopter money, which we'll talk about, um, the, you know, obviously the, 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 we had phase one, you know, which was the 8.3 billion that did nothing. Right. We had the federal reserve, you know, not, let's not wait around for March 18th. Let's just gut rates to zero. Let's, you know, ramp up QE again. So QE forever, right. The new modern monetary theory, right. You know, who cares about debt? Who cares about deficits? Um, and zero, in, you know, negative interest rates. Why not? Um, QE forever. Why not? Um, that didn't do anything. So then you had phase two, which, you know, was $104 billion, we think, because, you know, Nancy Pelosi doesn't really know, and Mitch McConnell didn't care. He just said, vote for it, right? So, and then, because Mitch was already working on phase three. And now phase three, you know, which started to be about, you know, $850 billion, which would match, let's say, the, the, the USA growth of last year. In other words, what if the growth in America just took a year off? Let's just build a stimulus package to replace that. Well, that's now I'm hearing $1.2, $1.3 trillion. And so, and so now the question is, um, well, I guess President Trump's not going to get his payroll tax deduction or, you know, you know, you know, laws. But now helicopter money may be on the way. So these are the things that we're talking about. And, you know, I, I guess I go to Corinthians, Gary. Uh, you know, the world in its present form is passing away. Get us started. Mm. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to Financial Food for Thought. We are here every Saturday morning on 1420 AM. Hope everyone's staying well and and stays healthy. Um, we'll be here to give you helpful information about issues that can impact your financial life. Because in every economic situation, through good and bad, there are things you can do and things you can um, do to be proactive about your situation um, and help give you a little bit of peace of mind, maybe, um, that even if you're currently worried about the market declines, the economic uncertainty, um, you know what you can do. And that's what financial planning is about. And we're hopefully talking about issues you need to be aware of to get a better result, even during these times. And we are sponsored by the estate planning team. The estate planning team is a fee-based Ohio registered fiduciary planning firm that's been helping people for more than 35 years. And we certainly have been through good and bad times, but never times. I mean, I have to say this is the most unique situation. I think everything seems just very strange, but we're still out there helping people. Um, we do a lot of phone calls now instead of in-person meetings. Um, that's the beauty of technology today that you can send things, well, FedEx, um, through the computer, 
we can still be of help. Um, We offer a free consultation for people who want to look at the issues or maybe you're worried about things, um, whether you're working or already in retirement and you can take advantage of a free consultation. We also have newsletters and um, you can listen to podcasts on different topics um, on WHK 1420 or you can go to our website, financialfoodforthought.com for the link. But certainly if you're concerned, want to talk, we're still offering free consultations um, at 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. Remember, there's newsletters. Um, as we get new information, there's the podcast and we try to um, put things out there, although things seem to be changing every minute. Um, regardless of how bad things be or things seem to be, or maybe they'll get worse, I don't I believe like everything, you know, it's not going to last. There's going to be good times again, and it's just getting through it. And I like to see the positive things that are happening where people are coming together. I know even in like our community that people are like the football moms are emailing about, hey, if somebody needs something, if someone's home with their kids and can't get to the store or, you know, trying to help each other in times of need, which to me, that's always, you know, the positive things that about coming together during these times. All right. So let's um, so, you know, again, we can talk about the volatility. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's off the chart. Right. And when you talk about, you know, the VIX at 80, remember, I was talking about the VIX at 50, you know, it's blood in the streets. We had a VIX at 80. But, you know, I I don't know. We had we had eight consecutive trading days, Carrie, where we had parabolic moves in the S&P 500. Now, what what I mean by parabolic is that's there's a four percent movement either up or down in any one trading day, right? And you know, so, so here we go on March ninth, S and P, you know, down seven point six. The next day, the tenth, S and P up four point nine four. The next day, S and P down four point eight nine. The next day, S and P down nine point five one. The next trading day, S and P up nine point twenty nine. The next trading day. S&P down 11.98. The next trading day, S&P up 6. The next trading day, down 5.18. It's different this time, right? I haven't seen anything like that since the height or the low point of the 2008 Great Recession, you know, in the October time frame. Well, have you you seen anything like where you have tons of businesses being mandated to shut down? Right. No, this is the, the, you know, America and life in America will never be the same. Um, now, you know, we'll see what a long term effect. I've always said from day one, the coronavirus, I'm not you know, so much worried about the health effect. I mean, I am, but I don't have no idea what economic right. effect. I mean, first of all, you shut down the second you know, largest economy in the world, you know, China. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you shut down the largest. Right. You know, and, and literally America shut down in a week. Um, and I don't know if it's over yet as a t- recording of this, you know, show. Right. Um, oh, it's never over. You know, and so it's the, just temporary. Right. So well, I certainly know that I saw it, told you, Mark, the toilet paper factories are, you know, used to work one shift. Now they're working second and third shifts. The pharmaceutical companies and some of these developers are working overtime. I heard the grocery stores and Amazon delivery services are looking to hire people because they need help. Healthcare facilities are saying, hey, if you have these skills and you're trained, you know, hiring part time help to try to get things in place. Right. And and for all, you know, all the people that were saying no recession in sight. Well, the you know, as President Trump said, we have an invisible enemy. Right. 
All right. So it, it was a virus. Mm-hmm. And so now it's a foregone conclusion that this will lead to a global, if we're not already in a global recession. Um, so now, and this is the first week, Carrie, that I heard the D word, you know, thrown oh, out. Oh, see, yeah, I don't. Um, and so you can say, well, what's the difference between a recession and a depression? Okay. Um, well, the last depression. Even talking about it is going to make you depressed. <laughs> so that, uh, the, the last depression was a long time ago. See, prior to the Great Depression, right? Depression was the word for recession. In other words, it, it wasn't until the Great Depression when they said this was so much different than what had happened before that got the term depression, and then we they went back to using recession for the other you know the other time. So we have never been labeled another depression right since um, you know the, the Great Depression. And so what, how you would measure it today might not be exactly how they measured before, but I mean you know typically. Um, you know, you could say during the Great Depression, real economic output in the United States fell near 30 percent. Um, real capital disposable income sank nearly 40 percent. Uh, Twelve million people were thrown out of work. Um, the unemployment rate went from three percent to nearly 25 percent. Now, again, you had, you know, Secretary Munition warning the senators at the beginning of the week that if they don't do this phase three stimulus, that you could see 20 percent unemployment. Now, he walked back that a little bit and said, no, he didn't say that was going to happen, but yet he did throw that out warning. Um, it's still not 25%, but it's certainly a greater unemployment than perhaps what you would say a recession is. Right. Um, so let's see. What else you know, say? Um, so, you know, a recession is the contraction phase of the business cycle. It begins after the economy reaches a peak of activity and ends in the economic reaches, in a, in a, uh, ends in the economic reaches its trough. Um, okay, basically, it's you know kind of defined as um, two negative quarters of GDP growth, you know, two consecutive. Um, okay, the depression is a prolonged period of economic recession marked by a significant decline in income and employment. Um, depressions are caused by the same factors that lead to recession, um, but usually, again, the, the fact that it's much deeper and much uh, longer recovery period. Um, a common rule of thumb that some people use is a 10% decline in economic output as measured by the gross domestic product. Um, you know, so, you know, so there you go. Now, I don't know. Um, I don't want to depress people using, right. you know, but if you've listened to this show, we've said, hey, you know, hopefully you've got your plan R built, right? Right. Um, but one of the things, if you do think, and we've started having conversations with some of our clients about this. You know, our clients who did build in, you know, they thought the recession was still going to happen in 2020, but they might have not thought it was going to be as deep and as long as it is. Right. right. Um, now, I don't know what type of recovery we're going to have. Is it going to be V-shaped like a normal correction where it's quickly down we know it's been quickly down but i think now i think a lot of us don't know because we don't have answers on this virus i know they're working on vaccines they're working aggressively on possible treatments and seem promising but until we get a vaccine or an effective treatment this could drag out for a very long time and and, yeah and how long and how many more states are going to go in lockdown um and i'm hoping all of this effort actually does is effective 
So, so perhaps we could say, so, you know, if you now are thinking that maybe it's going to be a little bit worse than what you were planning, do you build another plan scenario or more worst case plan scenario? Um, you know, and the idea is, well, what, what are you thinking there then? Well, you could say, well, okay, I'm going to assume that the stock market goes down further, right? Or you could say, I assume that the recovery period is going to be longer. Okay, that you could do that. Um, you may say, you know, now does that affect my, you know, my longevity of my financial plan? But another way, perhaps you could look at it, Carrie, is 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 this going to mean that you have to, you know, go back to a family structure? You heard Milton Friedman talking about how you know the family is is the nucleus, right? You know, you, you we're driven to keep our families going in bad times, mm-hmm. all right? Because you know, or are you just you know relying that the government's going to take care of you and all your family? I don't know. But the idea is, so maybe the next worst case plan scenario is something where you say, I have to go beyond just myself. I got to start thinking about my family. Now, you know, in America today, you know, the great sandwich generation, Carrie, we've already seen we're going back to those days where there's multi-generations living under one roof. Okay. I'm a prime example of that. Mm Mm-hmm. We have my 92-year-old mother-in-law now living with us. Right. Okay, because her husband, who will be turning 98 in a couple months, is in a nursing home. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we also have adult children. Um, you know, my wife now is working from home. Okay. Um, while she's, you know, because she has to. My son has been laid off. He's at home. Okay. Mm-hmm. My daughter is still working, but she's still at home. Okay. And we got a cat, you know, Wednesday's going crazy because everybody's home. Right. You know, the poor animals, you know, um, but you know, it, it, this is America today, you know, you know, d- and, and so now, you know, so, you know, now the question is, okay, well, what about you? Are you in a multi-generational or, you know, do you think you may be there? You know, could there be some boomerang kids? You know, you might've thought that you were launching one of your college graduates this year. Mm-hmm. Don't know if that's going to happen. Right. Um, you know, by the way, if they do graduate, somehow if the colleges do let them graduate, are there going to be any jobs? Which they are. They're just postponing graduation because okay. they're just online classes. Okay. Um, so everyone's From gonna, what I've heard. So everyone's gonna... just going to get an A, right, and graduate? Yeah, I don't know. No, they're still doing the online learning, so. Oh, great. Um, I'm just sure like that's... the, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, so, yeah, so. Yeah, they, so, you know, so one of the things that we're going to do, you know, for um, our clients and our prospects, if, if, in other words, if, if you're worried about that, if you are living, so this is going to be a special we're going to be offering here. And while, the, you know, our, doing our, help, our little bit to help, you know, that, you know, maybe what we'll do is say if you're in a multi-generational situation um, and you're now worried, well, will I have to support my elderly parent or adult child or adult child and supplement or and both. Can, and can I still do my plan if we have a major economic downturn right now? And, and regardless of whether you call it a correction, a stock market, bear market crash, uh, a recession or a depression, I don't think anyone can argue we haven't had a severe economic downturn. Right. Uh, yeah, it doesn't. Right. It just depression has a so I don't care what you Extra label negative, it. right. Um, the robot doesn't care what you label right. it either. Right. And and everybody's going to be different on the customization of the plan, which is what we do, is how much they want to label it and what's the growth. I mean, some people want to be very aggressive as far as 
um, conservative in maybe their losses and then slow growth. They may take years. And how is that going to affect the longevity? For some people, it will materially affect. Other people we have found over the years, it may not affect that much because they're really not interested in traveling anyway because some of their assumptions are changing based on current conditions. I know we've talked to a few people that say, hey, my $20,000, my 5000 travel budget, and this year, next year, just that's gone. Right. Um, so those are so that's where now you're running an alternative plan scenario. So the special, again, if you find yourself and you are now worried that, you know, you, you've got to now be where, you know, be concerned about your whole family, the intergenerational um, the idea is we will do up to, you know, for the cost of doing one plan or your plan, we will do up to three plans, financial plans, meaning, you know, if it's an elder parent or an adult child um, for the cost of the one. Um, That's and, living with you. Right. It, under under if, if they're living with you and or and, they might have taking, to live with you. Right. I, yeah. Whether they're living with you right. or not. I mean, but the idea is, you are know, you going to have to support them? And how does that affect everybody's? maybe plans on spending right. and is it um, supportable? Again, we're going to rely on you to get us the information for that adult elder parent and the child, right. um, you know, and, 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 but if you can get us the information, we will, you know, do, we will look at the intergenerational and, and, and then also keep all of those parties, you know, up to date on what is really happening with the government and the changes that we see coming down the line. We'll talk a little bit about those next. Right. And we offer the, remember, offer a free consultation. If you're worried about these issues, we've been through bad times before and good, and we've been around more than 35 years. And what we do is build those custom, realistic, objective financial plans. And in every economic situation, there are opportunities. And I think Mark's going to talk about that. Remember, um, and there are things you can do to be proactive. And there's a lot you can't control right now, but there are things you can. And not only does planning uh, sometimes save you money as far as using opportunities in the complicated tax code and avoiding potential problems, it gives you peace of mind that if I'm not going to be okay, I know what actionable steps I can take to make that happen. And you can call for a free consultation, leave a message. We'll get back to you on Monday morning, or you can send an email through the website sign up for our newsletters. You can listen to previous podcasts. That's 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. So one of the first things is what's happening with the April 15th tax deadline. Well, I was just about to prepare to talk about that when, as we mentioned, governed by tweet, we had munitions, Treasury Secretary Munition, tweet out about an hour before we went to broadcast to change it again. So I guess we're running our government by tweets right now. So apparently, current according to Munition's tweet, um, yeah, not only is the extended time to pay if you owe taxes on April 15th, they've now gone ahead and said you don't even have to actually file the tax return by April 15th. Okay, it's all extended to July. Now, um, that wasn't the case when they first came out with the rule. The first rule was that you know, they were going to only extend the time to pay. In other words, you would still have to file a return by April 15th. But if you owed money, okay, for the 2019 year, you had until July 15th to make payment. Okay. Um, now it's gone. And, you know, now at that point, 
we started fielding questions because people were saying, well, Mark, what about the first quarter estimate for 2020, which would also normally be due April 15th? Mm-hmm. And yes, the original, um, you, you know, IRS, whatever they're calling it, the, the amendment or whatever, um, the, 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 what they, you know, the extension also included you would you could get extended if you were you know supposed to make an April 15th first quarter estimate that was also going to be extended okay so it, it covered not only the tax on, due on April 15th for 2019 year it also included the tax due on April 15th for the first quarter of 2020 all extended to July 15th all right um, now um, and then if you didn't and, and then if and so we thought then then under that rule um, so even if you uh, if you could still file a normal extension on April 15th, you know, which would extend the tax filing until October 15th. So I don't know where we stand right now. The next question, of course, we got, well, is Ohio going to follow the rule? Hmm. Well, um, I don't know. I, I mean, last time I checked, you know, what the Ohio income tax website, they were kind of gray on the issue. They were kind of like <laughs> the uh, the uh, so, you know, the idea is, um, yeah, we're just getting confirmation from sound engineer. Uh, Eric. Yeah. Keep me posted. Eric. Um, it, that's why I'm glad you clarified. It changes every right. minute. So. So, you know, we're going to. So Ohio was going to say that they would follow whatever the federal you know government decides. And and that's kind of what that's the terminology we're getting, Carrie. Right. You know, extraordinary times calls for extraordinary measures. Right. We're getting all hands on deck, Carrie. Right. Mm-hmm. In, including the hospital ships that are being, you know, deployed oh, yeah. all over the place. Right. Think big and then go bigger. Right. Um, well, Trump can do bigly. Right. I mean, there's no doubt about that. The question is, will Congress. Um, all right. Do whatever it takes. That mentality. Um, is it negative interest rates? Is it QE forever? Um, is it bailout the big corps? Is it um, helicopter money for everyone? All right. Um, now, we don't have to file our uh, tax returns on April 15th. Um, we don't have, you know, and, and again, you know, but we, you know, you got to get ready for July. Now, if you're getting a refund, you might want to still file, right, and get that refund. Um, but, you know, we'll see. Um, what else could be coming down? Um, I don't know. We, there's some talk about will the government suspend the required minimum distributions? Um, remember, they did that in the mm-hmm. Great Recession, right? Um, and that it, was a huge opportunity. Right. Well, because, again, and why? Well, it's unfair again, right? Because if you, you know, the required minimums are based on your December 31st balance of your IRA. Which was well, probably really good. Uh, maybe 25 percent higher there. um now um now we also had the secure act kicked in which says if you attained age you know 70 and a half after january 1st your new requirement is pushed back to age 72 but everyone else is still grandfathered at seven you know so if you're already following required minimum so we don't know will that happen i don't know um you know that you know trump has talked about you know that we won't have to make our mortgage payments um you know i don't know um, you know, some people are saying that, you know, even if this phase three and as of the hour we're recording this phase three is not done yet, um, but it could be done by the time you're hearing this. Um, the idea is if that gets to be 1.2, 1.33 trillion, that might not be enough. 
Okay. Um, you know, now that, but for all that we know right now, it does look like helicopter money will be in that plant. So the question is, Mark, when am I getting my check and how big is it going to be? Well, we don't know yet as a, as the recording of this, uh, you know, show, um, it's been, you know, we've had different versions of it. Uh, most likely, um, it's it, right. The latest one I heard, it sounds like the Senate, you know, is looking for, uh, you know, um, you know, one point, you know, one thousand two hundred dollar checks a piece. OK. Um, now, you know, this was also done, Carrie. Remember last and, 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 and but they, they're going to put thresholds on it. Right. So who is so if you make too much income, you're not going to get that amount. Right. So the idea is, um, you know, they're throwing a seventy five thousand dollar, you know, threshold for single and, you know, one hundred and fifty thousand for a married couple you know, filing jointly. Um, all right. And then the idea is, um, you know, so if you're making, uh, if you're single and making, you know, up to $75,000, you would get the full 1,200. Um, now it, it would start being phased out. The 1,200 would start being phased out after that. Okay, at a tune about you know um, you know it's a mathematical formula that it, it gets you know if you're if you're a hundred dollars above that it's a five dollar decrease you know it's like a twenty percent so the idea is saying that at around a hundred thousand you'd be completely phased out okay um, and then for a married couple you just double those numbers um, now that was the and and maybe so they're just copying what they did back in 2009 the only difference of course if you remember Carrie in 2009 it was half that <laughs> the, the 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 bailout or the stimulus check that we all got was $600 not $1200 okay um now um now the other thing is well what do they mean by income you're meaning is it like the government usually is it adjusted gross? Is it taxable income? Is it modified adjusted gross income? Is it gross income? Is it earned income? Right. Because assuming those are the people that are most affected, people that are no longer working. Well, that's the devil in the details that were now. If they follow again what they did in two thousand nine, it would uh, mean adjusted gross income. Okay. All right. Um, so in that case, uh, you know, um, for example, if you had if you were single, the single taxpayer. Okay, let's say really their gross um, salary was, you know, $90,000. Okay. All right. But they were putting, you know, 25000 into their 401k. Okay. Um, they would be under the 75000 adjusted gross income. Okay. All right. So they would get the full $1,200. Um, let's take a retired couple. Let's say a retired couple's um, adjusted gross income is um, one hundred and seventy thousand, and they've got you know they've got their standard deduction, which is another you know twenty six, twenty seven thousand. So you say, well, they would be under the one hundred and fifty. Not really, because you don't uh, adjusted gross income is before that higher standard deduction. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, so they wouldn't qualify. They would be phased out to a point. So, you know, so those are some of the things. So now I don't know if that's what the government's going to do. You know, that's what we're waiting to see what the Senate, you know, decides upon. Um, and that's why, you know, you got to keep your ears and eyes open. And when the government, when I see the government 
you know, managing the government by tweet, I, I seem to say, you know, are how quickly are these, uh, you know, decisions being made? And do we have any idea of what they really mean or what the long-term effect is? But that's why I'm saying, you know, what we're offering to try to help everyone get through this is because, you know, if you've got an elder parent, they might not be understanding if they're getting the stimulus check or not. All right. Um, if you've got an adult child living with you, they might not understand if they're getting the stimulus check or not. But yet you might have to be, to, you know, be if you're trying to budget the family, the one under the one roof's budget, which I think a lot of us are going to have to start doing. Um, do we need to know those numbers? So that's why we're offering the special. Right. And you can also. You can schedule a free consultation. Remember, we do consultations by phone. We can do things through the computer, regular mail, overnight. We try to make it as easy as possible, and we are here to help. And you can call the estate planning team for a free, no-obligation consultation, no-pressure consultation. Remember, what we do is we are traditional financial planner numbers crunchers, and we've been around the Greater Cleveland more than 35 years. We are accredited and A-rated members of the Better Business Bureau and Super Service Award winners of Angie's List for multiple years. You can call 440-239-2090. We will give you a call back on Monday. That's 440-239-2090, or you can visit the website at financialfoodforthought.com. That's financialfoodforthought.com. So, Carrie, yeah, you had mentioned, so what happens if you're saying, Mark, you know, um, I, I'm I'm positive. Carrie, you're always positive. Mm-hmm. You have to be, because right. that's part of managing stress. And um, I just think no matter how bad things get, it just doesn't, it's going to get better. Okay. Um, so, um, what stock should you be buying? Hmm. Um, so if you think that we're at the bottom and you, and let's say you are one of the ones who had, you know, planned for an economic downturn where you had your cash reserve set aside, or you had moved money to the sidelines. I'm not talking about those congressmen out there. Right. A little, little insider trading going on. Mm. You know, I, I don't know. I don't want to get, you know, but, you know, I mean, I just hope William Barr, somebody in really investigates that. Um, now, every one of them is going to say, I did absolutely nothing wrong. And, and, and it's because what they're going to say is I don't manage my own assets. In other words, it's professionally done that my professional investment advisor has discretion to buy and sell without right. my, and, and that's the protection. What I'm saying is I want the authorities, whether it be the SEC or the attorney general in the states or the federal government, to make sure that those investment advisors did not act on insider trading. You know, make sure, I mean, how look at the tweets, look at the emails, look at the phone calls. You know, let's look at cell phone call records. Was there any discussion between those uh, Congress people and the center and, and, and their investment advisors that somehow, you know, cause it's a pretty strong coincidence that those positions, million dollar positions got sold the day those Congress people walked out of coronavirus mm. meetings, but, oh, it's just a big coincidence. Mm. I hope somebody investigates them. Oh, I think they are. Now they're, they're, they're being called. I you know today they were saying some people said they should resign. Um, now, um, 
now. So, um, but let's say, so Kippingler came out with their um, social uh, distancing stocks, they call them, Carrie. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so they're saying, well, what company, now again, I, we don't, we don't, we're not making stock recommendations. No. I'm just doing this for fun. Um, you know, what, yeah, because when I said, you know, America, life in America is going to be different. It just is. Mm-hmm. Um, as we're never going back. Just like after 9-11, we're not going back. Um, well, I don't know. I think we got away from that, but I, don't, I, think, I, people I think TSA have, I think, is still at the airport. I think yeah. I know, but I think just to, anyway, I think people have short memories. Um, but, you know, life is going to be different um, after the coronavirus shutdown. Um, now, so, but, you know, so you could say, well, what, um, what does clipping say? Okay, so. They, they say, well, some companies stand, you know, that well, who they're saying could do well in a shutdown economy. Well, we know one, Carrie, right? Toilet paper companies, paper products. Well, let me go back. Just, <laughs> let's just call it Amazon. Right. Amazon's in their own category, right? Yeah. Okay. They're the ones that are hiring, you know, you know. You know they're and, out of toilet paper online, I heard, by the way. Them, yeah. So Amazon. So uh, that goes without saying, right? Right. They're going to do well in, in the global, in the, in the USA shutdown. Um, what, what's another group, another, uh, industry sector, let's say, is the home entertainment. Right. They say like Netflix and Netflix, Spotify. Hula, Hulu. Um, they said, you know, they think we'll be doing, you know, a gangbusters business under the shutdown, um, American economy. Um, another sector could be, um, pharmaceuticals, healthcare. No, fun stuff, Carrie. Oh, okay. Gaming. Okay. I mean, real I'm sports is done, right. so we're going to be watching, you know, video game sports. Yeah, um, I know. Electronic arts, you know, Huya, you know, uh, Global X video games, you know, all these companies that build all these games, um, you know, we're going to be able to start. Could we? Because the gamblers need. They're going. They're having. They're having cabin fever. They need to bet on something. Right. So if they can't bet on real sports because there's no sports going on, they'll bet on anything. Um, you know, and, and so, you know, so they think that could be an, a, an industry sector that could do very well in the uh, USA shutdown. Um, another one um, is the um, like the tele, you know, the teledoc health care, you know, and all the, you know, the the online um, medical help. Mm-hmm. OK, Um you know, they, they think that could be a very good industry. Um, Facebook, you know, they think that, you know, again, families are going to want to reconnect. What about okay. the phone, the old fashioned telephone? <laughs> I'm not a Facebook user. so Either am I. Um, but, you know, the social networks, they think will boom, um, you know, as, as we as we nest together, you know, or try to get back to the, you know, protecting our families. Um the other one, of course, they mention is um, a company called Zoom Video Communications, who do all the uh, work. Oh uh, yeah, you know, because you know, you know, because now, see, this is the this is what I mean. I've by, looked into them for. I mean, when people who want right call the telecommuting that's going to go on because we're all working at home. Right. And here's what I mean by America will be different because if and I'm not saying this will happen, but if 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 this great experiment, this shutdown. Where everyone in America has to work from home for how long, Carrie? I don't know. That's I don't know why either. I'm still coming but in the office. If the businesses <laughs> can still be productive and they can still generate revenues and they can still service the clients, 
who's, why would we ever go back to the office? Why would the companies ever pay for rental space? So it, and, and so I think it'd be very difficult to be as productive at home. Well, that's going to be the experiment. Right. You know, um, you know, now. So um, so, you know, there's some ideas that, you know, perhaps how America will be changing under after this coronavirus shutdown and perhaps what will be the, you know, new blue chip stocks going forward on Wall Street. Um, now, so why do I bring that up? You know, so what other, you know, opportunities could you be looking at in um, in this, you know, economic shock? Um, well, you know, it brings to mind Roth conversions, Carrie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, now a lot of our clients have already been, you know, executing and trigger and, you know, Roth conversions. Um, we talk to clients all the time about it where we talk about it on this radio all the time in our classes we talk uh, we do a whole class on IRA and Roth IRA planning Um, and for many many reasons Roth conversions have gotten to be popular you know over the recent years Um, you know one you know that the idea that when we're not worried about federal state tax anymore, we're not worried about having a large Roth IRA because, we're, you know, that was the problem in the past is if, yeah, if you if you had a large Roth IRA at the time you die, it could be subject to a 50 percent estate tax. All right. We're not worried about that anymore. Um, another one is, you know, uh, at one time, you know, the government, if, if you were making over $100,000 of modified adjusted gross income, you weren't allowed to do a Roth conversion. Well, the government lifted that in 2010, you know, and so, you know, and, and so a lot of people. So for many reasons, at one time, there was no such thing as a 401k Roth. There is today. OK. And, and we see more and more companies, you know, offering them. So, you know, it, it's so, you know, now. So the conversions have been, you know, very popular. And, and now, but how do you look at, you know, a conversion when you just went through a major stock market decline? Well, the idea is it's kind of like the opposite effect, Carrie. We're talking about how you're penalized if for required minimum distributions, right? Because if your required minimum distribution was based on the beginning year balance, and even before you've taken your required minimum out, it, it, it's down 25% or more or less. I mean, you ask your investment advisor. But the idea is Roth conversions is the opposite of uh, you know positive effect. In other words, if you were planning on doing a ten thousand dollar Roth conversion, you know based on what the stock price was that you were you know if you had picked out a position that you were going to convert right, and let's say it was a hundred shares of that, um, and you know you were planning on converting that, well now you know the your tax hit your tax is is based on the date of the value of the stock, the date you do the conversion. So, you know, if you're, let's say that position was down 25%. So it's like, if you converted the same amount of shares, you actually are going to, it's like a 25% uh, tax reduction on the cost for you to convert those over. And, and, and the idea is you're saying, okay, now I'm going to keep the same shares because I believe that stock is going to come back. Right. Or maybe you want to, you know, 
rebalance and get out of your old, you know, energy oil sector and you want to get into one of these new clippingers, you know, um, you know, shutdown sectors, right? So you want to switch anyways. But even if you wanted to keep the same position, right, because you believe that position will come back. Maybe you think it'll be, you know, more of a V or U-shaped recovery instead of an L-shaped recovery that we're going into the, you know, dreaded D word, right? Um, so, again, the idea is now when you have all that regrowth happening in a Roth IRA, that's all regrowing tax-free. See, if you had left the stock position in the IRA and, and, and got the regrowth, right, yeah, you'll get the regrowth, but it's still going to be 100% taxable. When you take it out. So why not save money on taxes on that conversion? A huge difference. Now, when you do the um, now, when also a lot of people were another reason why people were doing Roth conversions is because they were taking advantage of, you know, Trump's lower income tax rates that are good, at least right now through 2025. And then unless we have Congress extend or make those tax cuts permanent, I'm not sure what's going to happen with future tax rates based on this. Um, I, I mean, if we have a one, carry tax, are taxes not going to have to go up? They're going to have to. They're, I mean, they. I believe they had to go up before coronavirus. But now, now with right. everything they're talking. Now, maybe your taxes aren't going up, but somebody's taxes I would think the majority are. of people's taxes are going to have to go up. Um, but in either case. Or a good portion. Um, now, so the idea is, so people are already doing Roth conversion saying, I'm going to take advantage of these lower tax tables while I have it. Also, you pick up the advantage that, um, you know, if you do Roth conversions now, theoretically, that lowers your future required minimum distributions from your IRA. Because as you know, Carrie, if it's your Roth IRA, you don't have a required minimum distribution. Um, You know, uh, if it's um, like you do with your own, you know, you know, now, the other thing, too, is let's say, um, you know, you have if you if you start building up a, a Roth IRA, that could be a good place for your cash reserve or your emergency fund, because it doesn't toss, cost you anything taxes to take a big chunk out of the Roth IRA. And uh, you can access that. That's where people think it's locked in for five years. Well, now what they're referring to, Carrie, is you can't get the earnings out tax free for five years. Right. But people get confused saying, oh, right. if I put if I do a conversion and then I'm going to need the money because this is lasting longer than I thought, then I can't access that money, which is without penalty, which is not the case. Right. You can always get your basis out and you can take your basis because remember, when you're doing the Roth conversion, you're paying the taxes to convert it over. So now that becomes your basis in your Roth IRA. Now you have to keep track of that, especially if you're doing multiple conversions. Um, and we're talking about conversions right now. Contributions is for another radio show, uh, you know, topic. The, today's topic, we're just talking about conversions. Um, you know, and so now again, another reason why people got more interested in the Roth IRA conversions pre-coronavirus shutdown was the idea was because of the SECURE Act, which I mm-hmm. just mentioned before. Because, as you know, the SECURE Act eliminated the stretch IRA. So now, you know, a non-spouse beneficiary has to, you know, if they inherit an IRA, they have to get it out within 10 years. And that could, at IRD, income respective decedent, that could be expensive. You know, um, now you can say, well, Mark, yeah, so that's why I'd rather leave my children because I'm worried about this family. I'm worried about my family. So I'd rather leave my kids a Roth IRA, right? Okay, now you, they would still have to get the Roth IRA out in 10 years, Gary, but at least it would be 
tax-free. Mm-hmm. Okay, and by the way, maybe if they did have to take out the Roth IRA, the inherited Roth IRA within 10 years, they could probably, I mean, maybe turn around and as long as they meet the income qualifications and they weren't yet funding their own Roth IRAs, they could use mom's Roth IRA 10-year distribution to fund their own Roth IRAs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, see, this is why we're, we're you know, we say, you know, it, it, you know, we, you have to, you know, should you start thinking about the family plan, the intergenerational plan? You know, what's the best use of your money, your elder parents' money, your adult child's money? You know, should you all be working on a plan that you're helping each other and understanding in a very complicated tax code, which I have no idea where it's going, you know, with this helicopter money and these trillion dollars. I do up increase in taxes. Yeah. So um, how much now? um now there there are other things too, um, you know. Now you got to be careful, right? If if you're already subject to required minimum distributions, um, you can't. You know, I know what's a lot of people saying, Mark. Okay, I have a required minimum. I'll just convert to that to Roth IRA. Mm, no, nope. you won't. Under the you current can't. law, you're not allowed to convert your required minimum to Roth IRA. Now, if you do more than the required minimum, okay. Then you can convert the excess to rather a, but we recommend you get your RMD done first and do any withholding you need to cover your safe harbor tax wise. And then, you know, then work on the Roth IRA. Um, so, you know, and, and if you're now, if you're still younger, you know, you can, you know, there's no age limit for when you can do Roth conversions, but you know, there, you gotta be careful if you're doing them before age 59 and a half. And if you're saying, well, Mark, I, I'm, I'm there, but I, I don't want to lock up my money you know, all in the Roth IRAs. Well, remember, there are some, you know, there are some exceptions for you can get money out of Roth IRAs without, you know, huge penalties, you know, for first time home purchases carry. Also, you know, there's ways you can use it for college expenses without, you know, penalties. So there are some exceptions and we may see more of those. And, And these are the things that you're saying, okay, so, you know, how do I make some lemonade out of, you know, a bunch of lemons that was just given to me? All right. And you can take advantage of a free consultation. And that's for somebody who's working and wondering when they can afford to retire now and how that affects the longevity or somebody who's in retirement. Does that affect my spending? Should I worry? Or these inner people who are faced with, you know, taking care of their parents and, and helping adult children, especially if they're laid off and how that may impact you. That's how we can help. And remember, we've been helping people through good and bad times more than 35 years in the greater Cleveland area, and we are a fee-based fiduciary planner. You can call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090. Or visit the website at financialfoodforthought.com. So New York City shut down, Carrie. Hmm. Um, well, they said they have the most cases than any other state. Well, I don't know. Um, you know, Newsom and Governor of California, you know, with 40 million, you know, one in eight of us live in California, Carrie, right? Um, he's saying that, uh, you know, they have a, you know, you know what, the, you know what the GDP of California is, Carrie? No. 2.75 trillion. Wow. What, what, what happens economically when you shut that down? Um, you know, Newsom threw out a, a figure 
where he thinks over half of that 40 million residents in California will get the COVID-19. Now, it doesn't but mean... But it's okay if they get it. Well, it's not okay. But if they get it without symptoms, that doesn't put a hamper on our healthcare system. That's what they're worried about. These hospitals can't, depending on how many people get sick and the severity, how uh, do we cope? Corinthians, carry The world in its present form is passing away. I'll give you James 5. I was going to say, why don't you give me some more positive I'm going to give you verses. James. Okay, James 5. Is this more positive? This is uh. James as for you, you rich, weep and wail over your impending miseries. Your wealth has rotted. Oh, that's not nice. <laughs> our churches are closed. Is that well, going to change our virtual, lifetime? Not. They're virtual. They're um, closed, but they're still doing services. Here's some good news, Carrie. Spring is here. Right, which they said they're, uh, if typically viruses don't do well in warmer weather, less so I and know sp- this weekend's not supposed to be, but hopefully spring and sunshine and warm weather and the humidity which we know how human Ohio can get. Hopefully that will take it down. Well, also, spring came early. Did you see that? Yes, it's it was the, the earliest 19th. time. In, in 124 years. Yeah. Kind of like a, a, a pandemic, right? Yeah. Is that a coincidence? Mm, I don't think so. All right. Yeah, they said it's a you know the spring equinox. You know, the when day and night are roughly the same length. It rarely happens as early mm-hmm. as the 19th. Mm-hmm. So... Hopefully that means good things to come. Warmer weather, sunshine, killing the virus. So, you know, again, we're offering perhaps if you want to take advantage of the special and work on a family plan. If that's not your circumstances, you don't need to be worried about that. You know, do you need to be working on your plan? Hopefully you got your plan are built in time. Um, the next question is, do you want to run to have the robot say, mm, Mr. Robot, what if it gets a little bit worse? And then, you know, again, that's the idea of modeling. Um, that's the idea of financial planning discipline. You know, the idea is when you're always, your current plan is always based on the best assumptions you can make today using conservative and realistic, you know, parameters. But the idea is when life, when reality changes your assumption, it's time to go back in and tweet your plan so you don't live in fear and make knee-jerk reactions without getting an empirical long-range, you know, you know what's going to happen in the future based call, on that. Call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. Stay well. Tune in next week for more Financial Food for Thought. For more information about the show, for estate planning or upcoming seminars, call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. Thanks for listening. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.